the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Round the big noise, Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. Easter Conference Finals got underway last night. Too much damn scoring, Lundy. Uh, it was not to my liking as I had the under on and alt line at 214 and a half, and they just kept making stupid baskets. Uh, however, Miami uh, wound up getting the victory as uh, I predicted, but I also didn't predict that Marcus Smart would be out and Al Horford would be sidelined as well. An undermanned Boston Celtics club. I think that uh, bad boy's still going to go to seven games, and I still think Miami's going to prevail in game seven. And if you like that, by the way, it's uh, a tidy plus 375, a 4-3 to outcome in favor of the Heat at BetMGM. But that act is out of the way. The opening act of the Western Conference gets underway tonight as the Dallas Mavericks uh, take on the Golden State Warriors. And let me hit, this is how I'm going to approach it. Again, I feel this one's going to go to seven games as well with Luka Doncic just playing out of this galaxy right now. Uh, I'm going to do a little one-game parlay. That's how I like to approach these. Uh, it has not been profitable, so by all means, hashtag Faith and Oys here, and maybe uh, Lundy's going to do exactly that. But I'm going to take the Mavs plus nine and a half, and then I'm going to take the over on an alt line and bring it down to 206 and a half. And if both of those events occur, and fingers and toes crossed, it actually does, I will cash at a cool plus 110 at BetMGM. Just give it a little bit of background here. Uh, the totals in the regular season in three matchups went 235, 208, and 181, with Dallas getting the sweep, uh, winning convincingly in every single game um, and covering this nine and a half with ease, obviously, since they were on uh, the right side of the ledger. And this is going to be a game of different paces. Uh, I think Dallas will relish more of an up-tempo style uh, compared to what they uh, endured during the Phoenix Suns series. But Golden State right now, number four among all playoff teams in total pace. Uh, Dallas, the third lowest pace of any uh, of any team in this NBA playoffs. Again, that was dictated by the opposition. So with Doncic playing, again, out of his mind, uh, I don't see how they're going to get waxed uh, on the road here against Golden State Warriors who've been turnover prone and they have had their issues on the glass. So early fade or follow my man on this one game parlay, Dallas plus nine and a half, the over two oh six and a half, plus one ten at Bet MGM. What do you think? Yeah, this whole thing is screwed because I'm on the same uh, wavelength as you, which means <laughs> we're in some serious trouble here, my man. Because as soon as I saw the line and as soon as I saw the total, I thought, you know what I need to do? I gotta buy Dallas up a little bit and I gotta bring that total down because I could see it being you know, you already rattled off what their totals were in the regular season and these two teams obviously are more than capable of getting this total up into the 220s. But when I saw that line, I'm like, this is exactly the reason why we alt line stuff. I want to buy myself yeah. a little bit of space. I want to give myself some wiggle room with the total itself. I do think that Dallas can keep it in single digits. And so I do like the plus nine and a half that you're rolling with in terms of the alt line. So all this together. Um, yeah. I mean, fade the noise, fade the Nate, fade it all people. Well, here's some interesting information I got uh, from our uh, bookmakers at BetMGM this morning. And I know you get these same emails, but I, I don't know if you noticed this, Lundy. 83% of the public spread tickets and 86% over the overall handle is right now on the Warriors at minus four and a half. Yet the line has come down. Ooh. 
that is uh, that, that's a that's a tasty bit of information as to where the money's sitting right now. Well, you want to talk about a windfall for the books if the Dallas Mavericks come through, and I'm telling you, man, this game is going to come down to the waning moments. I don't think uh, on the standard line, Golden State is going to cover that four and a half. So. Uh, yeah, that is a, a spicy Amita ball there. Uh, quite uh, tasty uh, information, to say the least. But we shall see who will prevail. But I'm going to roll. Again, play it safe here. Give me that cushion. Hopefully not for a push-in. Dallas plus 9.5 and, and the over 206.5. Let's cash a ticket there. And with that, on this hump day, and it's a hockey hump day edition, as it always is, let's get after it with another Fade 5. Number five. All right, Lundy, let's drop the puck and make some bucks. Got a pair of matchups in the Stanley Cup playoffs tonight. Hopefully it was a profitable evening for you last night. Let's roll over maybe some winnings and boost that bankroll some more. What do you like in pick number one? Well, the defending Stanley Cup champions uh, came up and bit us right in the sports book ass last night <laughs> as Tampa uh, pulled off the 4-1. It was a beatdown of the Florida yeah. Panthers uh, last night. I mean, Florida jumped on the scoreboard, and then Tampa was, you know, kind of shifted into a different gear and took off. Um, so I had suggested maybe a little alt line uh, that, that took the total up. They definitely were under, which I was on. However, I had Florida win in that one, not Tampa, so we missed there. But we did good in bonus time, as tends to be the case here on the podcast. Brad and I do a lot better with our afterthoughts than we do in the stuff that we put some extra Yeah, that into. is. These are facts. Uh, but what we're doing, we got two more games tonight, obviously. Uh, we will start things off with the Carolina Hurricanes. They are hosting the New York Rangers. Now, what's interesting in these series is we're talking about um, series where all four of these teams had to go seven games in order to get into round two. So there's not really anybody sitting with a, with a, a scheduling break, um, anybody that had the extra time off, anything like that, just because of how these series went. So we start in Raleigh, Carolina hosting the New York Rangers. I just think Carolina is a better team. I've thought that all along. Um, they have actually been my, uh, I don't want to say long shot. They were kind of middle of the pack from an odd standpoint to represent the East. I just think Carolina is the most complete team. Uh, they play good defense. They've got great goaltending. They know how to score. Um, and so I'm going to lean towards Carolina, but at a minus 170, I really don't like it on the money line itself. So I'm going to roll the dice just slightly with the early game tonight. And I'm going to take Carolina in regulation, no OT against New York tonight. And that actually brings that minus 170 down to a minus 118. They're at home. Um, the Rangers, one of the things that is, this is going to come down to, if you do wind up watching this game on ESPN tonight, um, the Rangers are terrible on faceoff. And Carolina is one of the best teams in the league at it. And if they can control the puck, especially on some of the icing calls, or even if they uh, wind up in some of those faceoffs in a power play, New York's going to be in trouble. So if Carolina can control the puck off that face line, or off the faceoff, excuse me, they should be able to take it on the 60-minute line at a minus 118. 71% of the handle right now, according to BetMGM, on those Hurricanes. They're going to blow through the Rangers and score Lundy a winner. Number four. All right, Nathaniel. Game numero dos. Uh, we've got a battle of Canadian squads, do we not? What do you got for me? We do, Brad. we got the Battle of Alberta taking place tonight. Oh, yeah. we got Edmonton and Calgary. Um, this is this is actually going to be a fun series. Obviously, folks, I'm here in Denver. I was at the Avalanche overtime game last night against St. Louis. Um, I, I'm rooting for the Abs. I am a homer. I, I don't even care. I'll fully admit it. But this series is going to be a ton of fun to watch because of just the rivalry 
between these two. Um, uh, you know, obviously you got two Canadian teams that want to be able to represent uh, Canada, but you've also got them sitting right there in Alberta. This is one that I'm jumping on the over. Now, here's the part of the reason why. As of tape time, the over is sitting at a flat six, folks, and it's been juiced a little bit. It's at a minus 120. That's where you can find it at Caesars. It's a similar number across the rest of the books right now. Um, I, I'm expecting scoring out of these two. I told you that it is this rivalry. I think you come in with that extra energy. That, even though you're going to see a physical contest, I think you're going to see some scoring as well. And so I'm kind of surprised that this hasn't made it up to the hook yet at the six and a half. It's just sitting at a flat six. If you were going to try to do some parlays tonight, even a cross sport, maybe you like something in the MLB or you like something in the Western Conference Finals for the NBA and you want a number that you can pair it up with on the ice, I'd Take the alt in this, bring it down to like five and a half so you get rid of the hook. Um, but I'm expecting scoring in this one tonight. I think there's a reason it's been juiced. And it is possible by the time you listen to the pod, if you don't listen to us until later on in the afternoon, this may already have the hook involved. So just pay attention to it. I like I like this to get over six, which means obviously I'm OK with it if it's at six and a half. But I do think it could be worth it to put it in a, in a two or a three leg parlay, bring it down to the five and a half, buy yourself a little bit of cushion. But because I'm expecting the scoring, stick around for bonus time because my player props are all from this game because I'm expecting a lot of scoring. Well, yeah, you and everybody else, 92% of the handle yep. right now at Ben MGM is on the over. I agree. Oh, Captain Hook, yarmy mateys will eventually come into play. Number three. All right, from the ice to the Major League Baseball diamond, man, I have been riding a bit of a heater right now with the hardball. So let's stay muy caliente, and let's go with the Cleveland Guardians, who were the antithesis of muy caliente yesterday in the battle for Ohio against the Cincinnati Reds. Those dreadful Reds, uh, you know, getting things done. Uh, but I love Jose Ramirez to knock in a run, to register an RBI tonight, plus 150 uh, against Tyler Malley and the Big Red Machine at DraftKings Sportsbook. You look at what Ramirez has done against Mr. Redlegs this season, 6 for 15. Uh, with two home runs and nine RBI. Now, of course, that came in two earlier season matchups last night. He went over, uh, but he is three for eight lifetime with a home run and four driven in against Malley in his career. And and Malley, uh, the ERA is going to come down. You know, eventually there's going to be a correction. It's going to kick in based on some of the advanced analytics that are out there. But still, he's got right now on the surface a 5.89 ERA and has given up. And this is uh, a very mediocre uh, number in this category, a 36.2 hard hit percentage. So uh, I don't know if the correction is going to occur tonight. Uh, but what I do know is I feel confident that the cleanup man for Cleveland Guardians is going to drive one in, and you can get seduced by that juice again at plus 150. So, Lundy, fade or follow Jose Ramirez to, uh, to knock in a run, excuse me, against Cincinnati, plus 150 at DraftKings. Well, we do a lot of things, right? We fade Cincinnati. Um, you know, we look for Aaron Judge to just keep completely taking the stitches off the baseball. Yeah. Uh, things like that that we look at. I, I like this one just because I like the the payoff on it. You get to that yep. plus 150 range when you're talking about an RBI um, in a contest that you think can have the scoring. Uh, you got to jump on this, folks. Look, look for the opportunities. And again, since he sucks. 
Yeah, that's bottom line. Since he does suck, um, and when in doubt, just how's fade that them. for how's that for analysis on my end of this spot? You know what? Since he sucks, just keep taking player props against him. Just roll with it, baby. That was a well-researched perspective there by Nathaniel Letty, to say the least. Stay tuned for our top plays in the NBA Western Conference Finals Plus bonus time in the NBA, the NHL, and of course. Major League Baseball. Number two. All right, let's talk about the deity on the hardwood. That is Luka Doncic. Uh, Godlike numbers that he has posted, and I still think he's great value. If you think that Dallas has got a puncher's chance of winning this series, you get him right now uh, to win the NBA Finals MVP award at plus 700, which I think is outstanding with a little sprinkling there. But uh, zeroing in specifically on game one tonight, and it's uh, in a defensive category you might not be thinking about. Give me Luka over one and a half steals with a lighter juice here. Minus 105. Pull this one from Bet MGM. Now, he has put up some you know stupid numbers, some crooked numbers in the box score. And points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, his PRA through the roof, and he's been delivering. And I think a lot of people, as a result, are overlooking what he has done defensively. And Luca's been a bit of a kleptomaniac here in this NBA postseason. He has registered at least two swipes in a game in five straight and in seven of ten playoff matchups. He's averaging 1.9 steals per game this NBA postseason. And as I touched on at the top, Golden State has had their issues... <laughs> coughing it up with the turnovers, Lundy, uh, particularly Draymond Green, who's usually good between four to five every single game. Uh, they've uh, committed 14 turnovers per game this NBA postseason, and their eight-point steals, 8.7 steals per game allowed, the fourth highest of any NBA postseason team. So given the high usage of Luka and given those quick hands, I think it's at least two steals here in the end, and we cash a winning ticket on this over. So fade or follow, Luka Doncic over one and a half steals. Again, minus 105 at BetMGM. Love this one. This is my favorite of the NBA props for tonight because of what Golden State's been doing with the ball. They, they, they've got the most turnovers per game of any team that's left, um, it, and, it's, and it's by a big margin. Um, they're averaging 15.3 turnovers per game in the postseason, And so when you're just coughing up the ball constantly, yeah, they can score. We know they can score, but they've been just, they've been doing stupid stuff with the ball at times. They're making bad passes. They just don't look in sync. Like as much as they just waxed Denver in the first round since then, they, I think they've shown some chinks in the armor. I still think they're a good squad. They obviously have some great odds with the fact that Phoenix got knocked out of the way and now they only have to worry about Dallas. But I say that knowing that Luka's playing out of his mind right now. So I, I think he's going to continue not only to be scoring, but he's going to do it on the defensive end as well. Uh, this is my favorite prop for tonight on the NBA Hardwood. Make some dollars with Doncic. Number one. Ah, and let's go to my favorite prop of the night and it's it's really 1a 1b between uh, the luca over on steals and this one clay thompson over three and a half made threes minus 110 pulled this one from draft kings sportsbook uh clay has found his way once again uh he was breathing fire game of thrones dragon style in the last game eight for 14 in game six from way downtown against the memphis grizzlies and remember uh, he was encased in ice uh, leading up to that over a handful of games. So I think he has broken out of that mold. 
I think he's shaken off the rust, and I think he's going to continue to deliver uh, a lot of those uh, dagger plunges from along the perimeter. You look at Dallas, yeah, they're only giving up 33.9% from distance in this NBA postseason, a 9.6 three-pointers made per game. That is the third lowest yield of any NBA playoff team. Uh, but again, that 8-for-14 sizzling performance in Game 6, that momentum, I believe, will carry over uh, but, you know, again, given all the facts that are out there, Clay in a pair of regular season games only made five threes combined against Dallas. But you got to remember, too, he was working his way back from the injuries, being eased in minutes wise, and now there are no restrictions anymore. So, Clay Thompson, I feel, erupts tonight. Give me the over on three and a half made threes, minus 110 at DraftKings. Fade or follow, Lundy. I will roll yet again. I would you start picking some crap that I don't like? I need I need a little more I need a little more argument here. I need a little more no, disagreement. No, no, this this is great for our listeners because when you and I are symbiotic, when we are hand in hand and we're frolicking in a patch of daisies together, that's uh, you an just awful fade visual. us and you make money. Yeah, that that's an awful visual though. Don't don't put us like Are we wearing pants? Uh, <laughs> my goodness it's hot uh, out there if lucky i mean yeah mm-hmm. yeah you had to go there didn't you you had to go there all right i, I don't even know i don't even remember who the hell we were talking about Clay thompson he's a he, handsome man oh yes uh very uh very handsome man uh, uh knew him when he was a young child uh which is actually a true story i used to work with his father and uh, uh clay used to come hang out in the studio uh, while Michael was working, and so awesome. uh, used to used to see Clay when he was uh, when he was a kid working on his homework in the corner of the studio. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll roll with you on this one. But now, I mean, things are frolicking. There's daisies. Um, it, it's like a it, it's like a '70s music video for <laughs> Afternoon Delight. It's just it's terrible, dude. It's terrible. I can't believe you went down that road. Well, you know, uh, my mind is constantly living in the gutter, so it's only appropriate uh, that not only do you fade us, but hopefully you can wash away the mental imagery that uh, we have just uh, put into your brain and with that let's do a palate cleanser shall we it's bonus time lundy the the uh, sector of the podcast where we actually get shit right so yeah lead us yeah. to victory because god knows we can't get anything right uh with with anything prior to 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 the bonus time we're gonna screw up everything that exists previously yeah. um i told you that i like the over in the Edmonton Calgary game. And so as we like to synergize, correlate, bring it all together here on the podcast, whenever I've got a game like that, that's where I try to go to look for my player props. So I got a couple of them uh, for you. First of all, Sebastian Ajo, um, his over under on shots on goal. Now you got to look around for this one. It was not available as of tape time at DraftKings, but you can find it at Caesars at a minus 125 to go over two and a half shots on goal in four games. Um, uh, 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 earlier this season, Ajo against the Rangers. I got my games backwards, by the way. I'm talking about Carolina here for a second. Ajo over two and a half shots on goal. He was three plus in all four of the home games that they had against Boston in uh, the first round. And he also had 14 shots on goal in the four games that they took on uh, New York in the regular season. So you put all that together. I fully expect Ajo to be able to get the uh, three plus shots on goal tonight. That one sits at a minus 125 at Caesars. Now we go over to Edmonton and Calgary. I apologize for getting myself slightly backwards there. Uh, We are going to talk about Mikhail Backlund. And I'm going to stretch on this one. Going to reach. Going to pull a muscle. He's (laughs) plus 290 for an anytime goal. 
call this a TYG special for just a, a trust your gut, folks. But I go back and look at what he uh, did in the in the uh, four games that they played in the regular season. Backland had um, 13 shots on goal, so he's getting his chances. He snuck in a couple of goals there, but I just look at what he was doing in the first round. I just think he is going to continue to pepper the shot, the the net with shots. He actually had three games in a row against the Dallas Stars that he scored a goal. I think he finds the back of the net tonight, and at plus 290, I'm going to get seduced by the juice. So I really like that one um, for an anytime goal for him. And keep an eye on what kind of odds you can get on Elias Lindholm for an anytime goal. This dude's just, uh, he's just on fire. He had three goals and two assists in round one. In four regular season games, he had three goals and two assists. So put all that together. You're not going to get the same kind of odds that you are on Bachlin, but you can get some pretty good numbers on Lindholm. So shop around for that one. If you can find an anytime goal for him at, say, plus 160 or better, take it. Yeah, take the money and run and certainly run away from these uh, player props that I'm about to toss out in the NBA because I've been just terrible uh, in the round ball. But we plow ahead. Uh, I'm going to take the under on Jalen Brunson, 19 and a half points. Uh, minus 120 at DraftKings. He was under in four or seven against the Phoenix Suns, shooting just 19.5% outside the arc. His attempts per game have come down as Luka's been a bit of a ball hog. And in the regular season, 14, 8, and 15 points scored against the Golden State Warriors. I think it's going to be right around 15 to 18 points. He will not hit 20 tonight. Dorian Finney-Smith, meanwhile, Brunson's teammate. I like the over on four and a half rebounds. Uh, the Warriors, we mentioned it. They have struggled on the glass, giving up 43.7 boards per game in this NBA postseason. Uh, that size was extremely bothersome, at least it was for the Memphis Grizzlies, on the Golden State Warriors in the prior series. Finney Smith, meanwhile, has been over this in nine of his last 13 games and in the NBA regular season, two or three matchups against the Warriors. He had a pair of nines. Uh, in terms of overall rebounds. So, like that one quite a bit. And I'll just toss on another one for funsies here. Uh, it's a Luka on the offensive side. Uh, One-game parlay at plus 140 at BetMGM. Uh, Doncic has scored 30-plus points and a grab 10-plus rebounds, which he has done in five of ten postseason games and did it in two or three regular season matchups against Golden State. And, again, you can get that at plus 140. Uh, to the world of Major League Baseball, where I've actually been profitable, and I've uh, really enjoyed this one for the uh, parlay action that's out there. These all-runs. Uh, in terms of totals, uh, I usually get three teams slapping together. I've hit these in back-to-back nights, so let's do it and get a hat trick. Uh, give me the San Francisco Giants against Kyle Freeland and the Colorado Rockies to score five or more runs. The Dodgers to get four-plus runs, and the Yankees to get four-plus runs. Uh, L.A. taking on Arizona and Zach Davies, and the Yankees uh, still their last game against the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, give me some background here, and if all three of those hit, by the way, it's plus 230. Uh, the Giants have hit... The over on five or more runs against Colorado in five straight games. They've scored 43 runs over that five-game stretch. And Kyle Freeland, a 6.66, ooh, devilish, uh, ERA at home inside Coors this season. Meanwhile, for the Dodgers, 24 runs in their last three against Arizona. And uh, I'm still convinced that Zach Davies sucks despite a sub-four ERA. Last time out against L.A. on April 26th. 
Uh, he only went four innings and gave up three earned runs. And then the Yankees, uh, they have scored at least four runs in six of eight against the Baltimore Orioles. And uh, you got Jordan Lyles on the bump for the O's. Ten innings pitch against the Yanks this season. Seven earned runs. So I love that one at plus 230. And then I work in uh, two more, and we'll get it the hell on out of here. Uh, give me the Cubs on the run line, plus 135. That's a standard minus one and a half. Uh, they have outscored Pittsburgh 16 nil. On uh, these last two games, they are eight and two are the Northsiders on their last ten run lines. Pittsburgh three and seven versus a run line in their last ten, and it's Mitch Keller who's just a giver. Lundy six point six one ERA on the season for the Buccos. I think the Cubs, uh, weather permitting, roll at home. And if you get uh, this one early today, because you got a midday first pitch, love the over on Max Freed five and a half strikeouts against the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, he has done this in four of his last five turns of the rotation. And Milwaukee has the fifth highest K per nine of any team in Major League Baseball. That minus 125 at DraftKings Sportsbook. And that is a wrap on this locked and loaded edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Check me out there at Noisy Huevas. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoyed this podcast. Would you kindly? And as always, until next time feed or follow that is up to you feed the noise